What did you think of the show last week? Which one? The Spider-Man show. Oh, the movie? Oh, I loved it. No, no. Our podcast, where we reviewed it. Well, I didn't listen to it. Of course not. They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 30. We're in the dirty 30s. My name is Tom Van Zant. I'm your host, and with me is one of my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What's going on? That's all you're going to give me? Yeah. Come on. I thought I was thinking of something even worse than that, but... I swear, you're, you're so enthusiastic. I almost wish you were the one who quit. Well, how enthusiastic do you want me to be when I'm ready to go to bed? All right, well. I want my fucking money! So let's address the elephant in the room right off the bat. We only have Derek here because, unfortunately, this past week, Jay Money and I had a disagreement of sorts. And it got, to put it bluntly, it got ugly. And he blocked me on Facebook and defriended my ass and uh we haven't spoke since so he's pretty much quit and he's not what the, Here comes the, money. the hell is this here we go. Money hey, wait a minute here comes the money. who's playing this theme what's going on here hey i heard you guys are talking about me where the hell did you come from i came from backstage i guess this means you haven't quit no not yet well do you care to explain yourself like what the hell is all this about no, not really. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gl- I'm glad you're here for what it's worth. Thanks, Tom. And Derek? oh, Jay Money's here. Yeah, Jay Money's back. Oh. oh, all I got, all I have to say, Tom, is when Derek eventually marries Carly, oh, he's going to have to pick four or five of his friends to be in the wedding party. Correct? That is correct. Okay, I it so it's going to be less than less, less than that. Okay, so he has a lot of friends, so he can't pick 12 or 16 or 17 of those friends to be in the wedding party. That's right. He's got to narrow it down. It's true. And that's the analogy I'm going to use. For the situation. There's going to be like two to three, let me tell you. So is that the analogy you're using for the situation that we got into our argument about? Yes. All right. I guess I understand that. I think it was... If, if we're going to go there, I think it was more of a situation that the rest of the party wasn't told about the the possibilities, you know what I mean, to procure their own tickets for said event. That's all. Right, right, right. I understand. Maybe his friends? What? This has nothing to do with weddings. We're talking about something. To, he was using your wedding, future wedding as an analogy. Yeah, and I used your past wedding as an analogy. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with anything. We're, that has nothing to do with this situation. Well, I thought that was kind of selfish of you not to even invite us over for hot dogs or hamburgers. Dude, I've told you this before. It was not up to me. If it was up to me, you'd be there. Exactly. That's it wasn't me. up to Jay Money. It was up to Prit Bliss. <laughs> She's the one who tweeted at us, told us she wanted us there. So. Derek is right about that. All right. So, well, since Derek's pulling the curtain back, I'll just tell Not Nation what happens. I mean, because now they're confused. Basically, everyone knows we're all going to New York Comic Con in October, and we all planned on raging together. So the other night, 
randomly, Money decides to post on the Not Another Nerdy Facebook page that he procured three tickets for this cosplay booze cruise, which is going on that Friday night when we are down in New York. Well, he grabbed three tickets, but there's seven of us going. So, rightfully so, Cowboy Rich. Cowboy. Joey DiCarlo. You may touch my boobies. And, well, probably not Mark Reagans, because I don't think he cares either way. I don't care. But myself, we're wondering what the hell happened. Like, we were supposed to rage together, and now we're going to be separated because you three are going on this booze cruise without us and didn't even tell us about it. We had to find out from the Not Another Nerdy page. That's some bullshit. So, you know, emotions got a little high, and some words were exchanged, and things that were said that shouldn't have been said, and J-Money blocked me and didn't talk to me. So that was very hurtful and harmful. Well, Tom, to be fair, I did ask you if you wanted a ticket when I bought the tickets. Yes, but at, by that point, the damage had been done. Okay. I do appreciate No, that was, that was before you bought the tickets, though. Yeah. Yeah, but the damage had been done to the others. Well, I mean, if you weren't going to go, I wouldn't have invited Mark because I didn't think Mark would go. Right. And Joey doesn't drink. Yeah, well, my my issue isn't that I wouldn't go. My issue is that it's three months away, and a lot can happen in three months, so I don't want to lock myself into what I'm going to do on Friday night three months from now. You know what I mean? I'd rather play it by ear and see how things go. Right, right. That's that's fair enough. But anyway, so that's the drama. Not Nation had no idea what was going on behind the scenes this week. It was pretty pretty interesting. Well, some of them did. Some of them knew, yes, yes. The the inner circle knew what was going on, yeah. But hey, you, Derek, and Dr. Bill have a great time on that booze cruise. Thanks. We'll take lots of pictures and give out lots of uh, cards for business. Cool. Maybe do some Facebook living on the Not Another Nerdy page. Oh, I'm bringing the Switch. Oh, even better. You can milk some cows on Brit Bliss. <laughs> Maybe they'll ship us back home so we won't have to drive home. There you go. <laughs> it's only a three-hour tour, Derek. It's like Gilligan's Island. I hope you guys don't get stranded somewhere. That'd be your luck. You go on a booze cruise for a three-hour tour and you end up shipwrecked on an island. I, although, I guess if you have to be... Statue if, of Liberty. I was going to say, if you get shipwrecked on a, on a deserted island, then it's probably a good thing to get shipwrecked with a bunch of hot-ass cosplayers. <laughs> hey, cosplayers have needs too, Tom. Can you imagine the drama mean Dr. Bill's going to have to take going on a boat? Oh, my God. I can't believe he agreed to do this. I hope they have plenty of bananas. <laughs> or at least banana daiquiris. Well played. All right. So, well, it's, I'm glad you didn't quit. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back, Tom, even though I never left. Well, I thought you left. You were, you were fucking kayfabe at me. You were working me, buddy. I oh. sure was. Well, that's okay. I had an inkling that that's what was going on. It's all good. Yeah. So, here we are. This is episode 30, boys. Congratulations. That's, I think that's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Can you believe it, Derek? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, Money, it feels weird not having you do the proper intro, so why don't I give you an opportunity to do that? Senior Bo, D-Rock, I knew you'd come. Oh, yeah. Now we can start things off properly. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Let me give Jay Money a chance to drop some social media presence before we get into what we're going to do this week. Okay, Tom. 
As always, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash not podcast one. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, both at not podcast one. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, nerdpodcastmafia.com. And we are also on podknife.com. You are so money and you don't even know it. Leave us a five-star review. We just got a new one a couple days ago, which, uh, if you don't mind, Tom, I'd like to read right now. Oh, I would love that. Please. Okay, so the headline of it was, if, if you are not listening, you need to. Not all capitalized. It says, These guys are great. If you have not been listening every week, you are missing out. It is not all nerdy stuff. It is entertaining to say the least. Thanks for all the great stories. We know how much time you guys put into this. Thanks for taking time out of your busy lives to make this all happen. With the smiley faced emoji. Oh, and who was it that posted that? Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's a big knothead. We like Kelly. Yes, absolutely. Is there a hairdresser, Kelly? Yep. Thanks, uh, Kelly. Be nice if we got some from people we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would prove that people that don't know us actually listen to this podcast. Well, sure I don't Br- know. Briss will leave us one. You think she listens? After the booze cruise, she will. All right, fair enough. For three hours, uh, I'm going to pick the three best episodes and have her listen to those while we're boozing. <laughs> don't forget, I already met her once, and I gave her a business card. She even did a sound drop for us. That's true, and then I lost it and never played it. <laughs> and I lost it, too, because I got a new phone, and I didn't save it. Yeah, That's so you, my new phone. you're going to have to have her re-record it on the booze cruise. Oh, I will. Uh, okay, boy. fair enough. All right, well... It's kind of a big week of news, so I don't think we're going to bore everybody with what we did the past week. We'll skip our personal life stories for once and get right into or, it. Or bore us with Game of Thrones. No, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. That's on the docket, my friend. <sighs> That's actually the first thing we're going to talk about, and I believe Jay Money has Dr. Bill's impressions and opinions, so he's going to share those for us. Absolutely. So, Game of Thrones Season 7 debuted this past Sunday, July 16th, 65-minute episode. I didn't realize there were only eight episodes this season. That fucking blows. It's usually ten. Yep. Gets not, less and less every year. I don't like that. And that's not true. It's been ten episodes for a while. And well, why, uh, why are they going to have an hour long of setup on a season with only eight episodes? I don't know. I Well, now that I know it's only eight episodes, I'm I'm kind of seeing the point of other people that they wasted a lot of time in this episode. <laughs> they should have got right down to it. But I did enjoy the episode, and the opening scene with Arya was fucking... Oh, yeah, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen it. We're going to talk spoilers. That opening scene with Arya pretending to be Walden Frey was... The one spoiler in the episode. ...was awesome. But you didn't care for it, huh? I'm taking it. The episode? No, Derek. Or the scene. What are you fucking talking about? Yeah, yeah the, the whole show. That was boring. Okay. Was there anything? I watched else? season one of The Strain, and that was a kind of slow episode, and I liked it ten times better than Game of Thrones. So, um, episode one of The Strain, sorry, not season one of The Strain. What didn't you like about it? Nothing happened. Well, but you see that there things are going to happen. I mean, it, the piece, like I, I liked how it's like a chess the game. The pieces are being when, moved into place. You know, I mean? know, but I liked how at the end of the episode when they're all, you know, Daenerys and all her uh, crew was. Sailing in on the ships, the dragons flying over, and you know they landed. Blah blah blah. 
And that was exactly the end of the last episode of last season. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, where have I seen this fucking Well, before? no. Oh, on, at the end of last season, they were on. They had just boarded the ships and they had begun their journey to Westeros. They were still in the water. It was like they used the same fucking shot. Yeah. It's I, like Battlestar Galactica <laughs> fucking reshoots like that. I mean, I agree that that was a wasted scene and something should have happened. First of all. Who the hell was the steward of Dragonstone? Like, who was taking care of that place that entire time? It was just left abandoned like that, and nobody, nobody took it over. Yeah, I know that too. It was just like amazing stronghold, and no one was using yeah, it. Yeah, and they just walked right in. It was unlocked, open. They just saundered right in. Nobody was defending it or or yeah. holding up in there that we know of. I mean, maybe they'll reveal in the next episode there is somebody there, but it just True. seemed it seemed kind of. That that was a wasted scene, but it was nice seeing her though. I, I I always like looking at her. That was the most interesting scene in the whole fucking episode, other That's than the not first true. scene. And yeah. everything else is just like take it or leave it. I could care less about anything else that's happening. <laughs> you didn't like the shit. No, with- I'm I'm sorry. It, it, this is an important season for Game of Thrones. It needs to be balls to the fucking walls. We had, you know, six seasons of half slow half slow ass episodes and half balls to the walls episodes. It's like. I want balls to walls the whole episode. Tom wants balls in his face the whole episode. <laughs> I like when the balls. I'm li- I'm glad you said Daener- Daenerys. Is that her name? Yeah, Khaleesi. Yeah, because the way either Bill spelt it wrong or it's just spelled strange, and I would not have known how to pronounce that at all. Yeah, it's Dan- it, it is. It's Daenerys spelled strange. Tar- Daenerys okay, so- Tar- Targaryen, a.k.a. Yeah, Khaleesi. The dragon queen? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. I can tell you Bill said it wasn't great. Okay. He said he thinks they're building up to a big finish, probably the last couple of episodes, and it felt like a catch-up episode. Now, is this the final season? Not sure. Because I've heard some people say it is the final season, and some people say it isn't. So if it's the final season, then no, I don't think this was a good episode, because they definitely wasted too much time. I don't think it is. On fucking Jon Snow talking to people, <laughs> on fucking mm-hmm. on fucking Samwise, Tarly. I love calling him Samwise, by the way, because yeah. the the whole Hobbit analogy. He's definitely mm-hmm. like Samwise Ganji. Him being at the Citadel, there was way too much time wasted on that. Of course. How much time do they need to show him changing fucking bedpans? I almost vomited. My wife couldn't even watch it. It was so fucking gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, they're like beating us over the head. Yes, we get your daily routine sucks, but you don't have to show us show him doing it 20 times in a row. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, you see our fucking daily routines. Seriously. Well, I don't change bedpans. It's not that bad, but. He <laughs> might in your truck. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to make any stops unless it's work-related. Uh, that's not true. He's got to stop for lunch. Yeah, yeah brown bags it. Yeah, no, he always I, talks about how he goes to Wendy's and stuff. I shit in a brown uh, bag. So what? what so no, what he you means do I brown bag it. I, I go to the Mrs. bathroom. Bo brown bag. He means I, he he means I go to the bathroom in a brown bag. <laughs> yeah, that's too. In one bre- brown bag, out the other brown bag. <laughs> yeah, Bill said that he liked that. What you were talking about with uh, Arya Stark? Yeah, at the beginning. He she took the face of Lord Frey. Yep, and she killed his entire fucking family. In yeah, revenge. he liked that part, and he liked how. Brandon Stark finally made it to the wall. Oh, my God. Did that take too long? Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Brandon Stark is like 30 years old now. He was a kid when this fucking show started. Yep. <laughs> he was. He was. He was like 10 years old. Now he's... He Serious. Looks, he looks like he's he 25. Was a, he was in a baby stroller. Yeah. Doesn't he look like he's fucking 25? Yep. I'm looking at him going, man, did he age quickly. Holy fuck. Yeah. 
I don't know. I guess more, now that I'm talking to you, it wasn't that great. No. I, I don't want to do this every week, talking about Game of Thrones. I can tell you that if every episode is like this. No, you're right. I, I mean, I'm excited it's back. Yeah, me too. Um, but after that, like, Jay Money, you, sh- you should watch The Strain. It's such a good show. And then Bill's last point was uh, when Daenerys made it to Dragonstone. He liked that part. Well, I liked it too, but they shouldn't have ended the episode on that. Yeah, he said, mm-hmm. it just said, shall we begin? Yeah, she turned to Tyrion and was like, again, who the fuck was in charge of that place? Like, wh- that place was fucking awesome, Derek. The fucking dragon statues mm-hmm. and the fucking sculptures in the wall and shit. If that was just left unattended, someone would have taken that shit over. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't seem to make sense to me, but hey, I'll wait until next episode to see what happens. I mean, it was nice to see her because she's fucking smoking. Yeah, Bill likes Dr. Bill likes midgets, so he Dr. Bill likes midgets, so he likes seeing him in the episode. Yeah, he likes seeing Tyrion. Little people. Yeah, midgets, that's not politically correct, Derek. Yeah, this is Game of Thrones. They're not a politically correct world. He's a dwarf. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not in the show. Sure, he is. They is don't. He, they is don't consider ref- a dwarf in that. Yeah, they don't refer to him. Show? They don't refer to him as a midget. They don't say that. Well, no, I, I'm just thinking of the the right term dwarf. that they use in that show. They call them dwarves. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Whatever. Anyway, all right. So, on a scale of one to five, we're going to give the season seven premiere of Game of Thrones what, Derek? One point five. That bad. Yep. Oh, wow. That's rough. You're a rough grader. No, I'm not. I give everything five stars. All right. Well, for this year, a rough grade. I, there's, there's no such thing as a bad episode of that show. This was not a bad episode. Slow episode, I'll give you. A lot of setup, I'll give you. But it was not a bad episode. So you got to at least give it a 2.5. Meet it halfway. <sighs> All right. I'll do two because I don't like doing half shit. All right. Well, what do you give Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Tom doesn't know what we're talking about. I don't. This has been your wrestling. <laughs> he moment. knows who Kurt Angle is. With, they do. did one of those, you know, those stupid angles where uh, some guy just had a son and it was another wrestler. So he's like, "Oh, this guy's my father." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing in that storyline that it's yeah. Kurt Angle's kid. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. So. Is Kurt Angle even old enough to have a kid that age? Probably, yeah. Kinda. Well, what do you think Dr. Bill rated it 1 to 5? He probably gave it a 3. I didn't ask him to rate it, but from what he said, because he did like a lot of it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 3 as well. It wasn't the greatest. Uh, It could have been better. But I'll tell you what, that opening scene really got me excited. Arya Stark is my favorite character. I think. I think I. Really uh, I didn't jump up too much for that. Oh, it was just so good. She she finally finished the revenge on the f- House Frey. It was awesome. I mean, they killed her entire family pretty much. So she was due, and she finally got her pound of flesh. So I was pretty psyched about that. So I'll give it a three. All right, and that's it. That's our Game of Thrones talk for this week. You can expect seven more conversations for the next uh, no. <laughs> seven weeks. I like Game of Thrones. Fuck you. I do, too. I fucking love Game of Thrones. Just well, not this episode. Well, then I'm sure it's going to get better, and we will talk about it when it does. I want to talk about The Strain. I don't watch that. You're the only one who does, so why would you talk? I thought you said you did. I mean, yeah, I've seen... I'm not current with it. It was really good. All right. 
You, so Jay Money should watch it. Just save that for, for your uh, recommend- a, a fan of horror like Jay Money is. He should be watching that show. Save it for your recommendations at the end of the show, then. I have another recommendation. It's Game of Thrones related, and it's better than the first episode of Game of Thrones. All right. Well, I'm going to wow you, Derek, with this next news story. This is better than Game of Thrones. You ready? Good stock Doctor Tom- Who. I'm just, I'm just hanging up. <laughs> Tom, I have a fact first. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Kurt Angle is 48. Jason Jordan is 28. Oh, then I guess it's possible. He there could, you go. Because they, they did say, Kurt Angle said he had a girlfriend when he was in college. Yeah, he could be his son. So then. they kind of did cover that. Nice. So... Perfect. And no, no more wrestling talk for today. All right, fair enough. Delete! Unless it's a Broken Hardy reference. All right, well, Derek, mute yourself for, or uh, mute me for a second so you don't hang up. Because I have to mute make... you? Well, just mute so you don't hang up. Because you just said if you hear about Doctor Who, you're going to hang up. Some of our listeners like Doctor Who, Derek. I don't know what to tell you. Fuck them. <laughs> Derek? The views of Derek Mitris do not represent the views of everyone here at Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Thank you. All right, well, I'm going to make a quick news announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, the 13th Doctor for the upcoming season of Doctor Who is going to be a female. Yes, they've finally done it. And the Doctor is going to be a woman. And the show still sucks. (laughs) I thought you muted away. What are you doing? Is this a first, Tom? This is a first. It's they've oh. been teasing it for a long time, and now it's official. There, it's happening. Wish they would tease canceling the show. And her name is the actress is Jodie Whittaker. She will be playing Doctor Who, Doctor Number Thirteen. So are they changing Doc. it to Doctor Who? At <laughs> no, I think it's still going to be Doctor Who because oh, he's a time lord, so he can you know when he regenerates, it can be anybody. Oh, like Matt Hardy. My broken brilliance. What I actually think is more shocking is not that they haven't done a woman yet, but they've never done like a black doctor or any other. He's always been a British white guy. So I think that's kind of peculiar. And, and, and like people that are like bent out of shape because they've never had a female doctor, I would think that the liberal left would be even more bent out of shape that they've never had anyone other than a British white guy play the doctor. So... Do they only have British white people in the UK? Or? No. Is that why? Or? There would be British African American. Well, they wouldn't be Americans, would they? There would be. There are British black people. Yeah, like Finn. There you go. Finn from Star Wars. You mean John Boyega, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Derek, to answer your question, maybe that's a question for Russ. Ask Russ if he has any black friends. <laughs> yeah, that means I'll have to talk to him, though. Uh, fair enough. You know, right. me and Tom beefed for a week, and everything's fine. You and Russ have been beefing for, like, two months. Yeah. I know. It's weird. When are you going to squash the beef? Because we have, we, have we have a good and a, and a real feud. Where's oh. the beef? This fucking seven-day sissy bullshit. Where's the beef? Don't worry about it. It's between me and Russ. Does that concern you guys? I know what happened. Even I don't know what happened, and I'm not uh, even no, no, it, no, it's not that. It's not what you're thinking. It's not? Nope. He did something else? Did you guys have, like, a side chat we don't know about? No, don't, don't worry about it. You oh, chatting with Russ on. on the side? Tom, how do you feel about this? What the hell is going on around here? I think it's bullshit. <laughs> chatting with Russ on the side. We have our chat. Anything you can say to Russ, you should be able to say in front of all of us. I guess. 
All right. Okay, you just be mysterious over there in the corner then and have your little feud with Russ, which is silly. We'll just do our show, I guess. Is it because he doesn't drive a Honda? It's because he hasn't bought a car from you, isn't it? Probably. Is it because he busted your balls about buying a ring for Carly for all those months and then it turns out he's not even married to Mrs. Palm? No, everyone busts my balls about that. Well, I thought that was kind of hilarious, though, that he's been razzing you about getting a ring for Carly. And this entire time, he hasn't even put a ring on Mrs. Palm yet. <laughs> and he's been calling her Mrs. Palm the exactly. whole time. Yes, he refers to her as Mrs. Palm. He gives her the title of Mrs., and yet yep. he has not put a ring on it. I guess people do things differently across the pond. Well, I'm done prodding you for answers that you're never going to give, so let's move on. Jay Money. Yes. D23 happened this past weekend. Yeah, it sure did. I think there was some cool shit that came out of that. You want to talk about it a little bit? Uh, yeah. Hit me with it. First thing they they announced a lot of new movies. Uh, the first big one they announced. Oh wait, was, hold on. Uh, first, explain to Not Nation what D twenty three is, because some of them may not know what the hell we're talking about. Isn't it that that group that Eminem is in? No, <laughs> that was D twelve. Oh, okay. Purple pills. Oh shit! I just heard it the other day on the 50 radio. Fifty Cent was in that. Fifty Cent wasn't in that. That is in that group. No, no, it was Eminem and a bunch of guys you never heard of again. Exactly. And that girl that was in Eight Miles? No. So D23 is like a big uh, Disney conference where they announce all their upcoming projects for the next couple of years. Right. It's kind of like a big expo for yeah. all things Mostly, Mostly Disney. their movies. Sure. Like, and Was this the 23rd uh, episode of the convention? Or? No. Why did they call it D23 money? I don't know. I'll, I'll t- look that up for you, Tom. Cool. I never actually questioned that, Derek, but that's a good point. What the hell's the 23 mean? Okay, I got it for you, Tom. 1923 was the year Walt Disney founded the company. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and the D stands for Disney. All right. Yeah, obviously. I figured that much. All right, so, so go that's ahead. what it is. H- hit us with the news. Well, I figured we could just go down the list of movies and just do like quick hits what we think about the movies. Does that sound cool? Sounds good to me. All right, first one. Sequel to Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet. There, are you it. interested? Love it. Really? Okay. This one Love is going to have. Love uh, the first one. There's going to be Disney princesses and Star Wars characters in this one. Oh, rule. Gracie loves that movie too. Tom. Oh yeah, I was a big fan of the original Wreck-It Ralph. So, and if they're going to have video games, Star Wars video game characters and stuff integrated into the arcade, along with Ralph and the others, I'm all at F- Fix It Felix. I'm. Assuming Vanellope. Hopefully Sonic the Hedgehog has a bigger role this time around. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, that'd be good. I'm I'm a fan of that. What What is the subtitle of it? Ralph Breaks the Internet. <laughs> so he's going to go online, I guess. Yeah, I would assume he's going to play a game online or his new game will be online. That's interesting. He'll probably play World of Warcraft. <laughs> that'd be cool. I'll probably put that in there. I would He'll like play that. Lego Star Wars. Oh, He'll play awesome. Battlefront. I don't play Disney Infinity. <laughs> He'll get trapped. Well, as, as long as the, shut char- down. Like the Disney and the Star Wars characters don't look like Disney Infinity, because you wouldn't want to bring that up. No, then no, that'll be good. That's a sore subject. Mm-hmm. Cool. Next movie they announced was uh, well, they didn't announce it, but the next movie they talked about was uh, The Incredibles two, and I think I know where D Rock stands. Don't care, Tom. 
I liked the first Incredibles. I understand it's a Fantastic Four ripoff. But if you look at it as more of an homage and less of a ripoff, then you can put aside some of that hatred for it, Derek. Uh, it's just one of those movies never resonated with me and just not a fan. Hmm. I think I saw it just the one time in the theater. I never watched it again. It was clever, I thought. It had some clever plot points and twists, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I like the anima- they- and I like the animation style, too. Oh, I like that, too. Yeah. What's the idea behind this one? Do they give you any... I think it's fo- focusing more on the mother. All right, fair enough. Or the daughter, one of those two. I can't remember. All right. Yeah, I, well, this doesn't focus on Doctor Who being a female. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you don't care. Then about they that. Uh, then they had a presentation for the uh, live action Lion King and Aladdin movies that uh, are, they're yeah. making. Yeah. Oh yeah, the next two coming out. Yep. Sure, Derek's uh, girlfriend will be really interested in those. Well, I'll be there day one for both those. I can't wait. Hell yeah. We're both Aladdin's excited. one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Absolutely, and uh, and the fact that Will Smith is playing the genie—that was the big announcement. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is perfect casting. You can't have Robin mm-hmm. Williams, obviously. May he rest in peace. The man who made this line famous—it's a cock. <laughs> That's a great movie, by the way. If you've never seen it, Death to Smoochie. I highly recommend that. But anyway, he plays Rainbow Raymond in it, and he's fucking hilarious. Robin Williams—that's one of Robin Williams' greatest, most underrated roles. But anyway, that's a good movie. I haven't seen that in a long a time. Great fucking movie. Robin Williams is gone. May he rest in peace. The only person who could be the genie other than Robin Williams, I think, is Will Smith. He could definitely pull that off. I think that's perfect casting. For the record, I could care less about either of these. All right, fair enough. You know what would have been a cool casting for the genie? Who? Oh fuck, the guy from uh, Old School. The not Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. No, not Will Ferrell. Um, well, that Vince, that Vince Vaughn. Him or Vince Vaughn, I think, would be good. Vince Vaughn's like a fast talker. So. Yeah, he would, but he'd play the genie a different way. Like Will Smith, will be that over the top, obnoxious, just like the original yeah. genie. He'll play it more like the Robin Williams version. I thought you were going to say the old guy that paid Blue. <laughs> <laughs> You're my boy, You're genie. my boy, Blue. You're my boy, genie. You're Just my boy. ring the bell, you pansy. <laughs> <laughs> what a great scene. Oh, one of the greatest. All we are is dust in the wind. <laughs> He's singing at his funeral. <laughs> uh, they should have did a fucking sequel to that movie and had Blue have a twin brother uh, that showed up. Red. The, that would have been fucking that, awesome. The guy probably is dead. Well, yeah he, yeah, he passed away. Now he is, but I mean, if they had jumped while the iron was hot, struck yeah, while the iron was came hot, out like two years later. Yeah, he would have still yeah. been around and you could have gotten away with that. That would have been fucking hilarious. See, I think that's one of those movies, though, that nobody really saw in the theater, but it really picked up when it came out, like on DVD and on HBO. Yeah. Because I didn't see it in a theater, but I remember, you know, seeing it, like, on HBO. So uh, that's probably why they didn't make a sequel. All I know is if Zoolander could merit a sequel, that movie should have merited a sequel. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that was, like, 12 years later, wasn't it? Yeah. I hate you saw movies. that? Oh, God, no. I wouldn't watch the second one. Oh. I saw the original. The original yeah, was actually too. funny. What else you got, Money? Uh, then they talked about Avengers Infinity War. Oh, now this is what we've been waiting for, isn't it? Yep, this is where it's coming to. What did they talk about? They showed a little something, something, didn't they? They showed a, like a trailer. Huh. That they like have yet to release on the internet, the fuckers. Well, it's been on YouTube for like five minutes at a time. Yeah, but and then not, they, and then they fi- take it down. not officially. 
No, no, it's like a, a potato camera version. Yeah, taken so with the phone. Not to mention them, but so wizard posted the potato cam version, and it turned out it was just a Rick rolling. Yeah, it was a Rick roll. I saw that. It's <laughs> pretty funny. So they anno- they announced uh, the Black Order Children of Thanos. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Nope. What do you mean? Oh, no? not a fan. Why? Oh, let's start the controversy right now. No, here boy. we go. Here we go. Well, Thanos has to have a crew. He's not going to take the Avengers on by himself. No, no, he doesn't. He he didn't in the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline. No, than I, Gamora, uh, having Gamora. I understand that, but I'm saying that in this story, the way they're playing it is he doesn't have all the stones yet. Like in Infinity Gauntlet, he procured all the stones and then came to Earth and kicked everyone's ass. Correct. He's going to come to Earth looking for the stones. Like he's got to get the stone from Vision. He's got to get the stone from Doctor Strange, who has the Eye of Agamotto, which is the Time Stone. He's got a few. Well, in, in the comics, he collected the stones for much more powerful characters than those guys. Oh, sure, of course, but that, that's not by himself. But that's not how they set up the movies. The movies are set up differently. I know, but I can tell you right fucking now, those four fucking characters that just they just created four fucking years ago in the comics should not be in this big movie. I'm going to lay that on the table right now, and that might not be a. a you know, uh, an opinion that people agree with, but I don't like it one bit. Well, I don't have a problem with it because they've changed. Really? Up. Can you can you can you name any of those four characters off the top of your head? Uh, the chick one in Dominic in Dominic Tricks, uh, whatever the fuck. But her like, name. you know, before no, but like before this announcement came out, and I, and I asked you, hey, remember the Infinity storyline from four years ago in, in the Avengers books? Do you know any of those characters? Like, nine times out of ten, people are going to be like, uh, yeah, I know what they look like, but I don't know their names. Right, right, right. That's my thing. Like, So they're not going to have, like, classic characters that were in actually in the original storyline, like, say, Wolverine or other X-Men guys, which I know they can't, but still. But they're going to put these guys in that no one will even know who they are. Right. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, I'm still fuming about it. Oh come on! You know you're. I'm gonna serious. Up, you're going to end up loving it when you finally see it. Probably, but a bunch of characters that should be more famous and well known than these characters. That's all I'm saying. Just a little disappointing. That's all. All right, D Rock. What do you think of the well, big rumor? That... The names of the. Let's go over their names. So you one have, of them's Black Dwarf. You have Corvus Glaive. Yep. Okay. You have Proxima Midnight. That's the yep. girl. That's the girl that I know. Proxima Midnight. Yeah, yeah. She's actually really cool. So, yeah, the one with the uh, the big sickle. The, yeah, lo- looks like uh, hell. Uh, her uh, a little head, bit like head, uh, head pieces like hell. Yeah, a little bit like Hela. from Thor. Yeah. And you have Ebony Maw. He looks like a weirdo. I don't know about him. And then you have Call Obsidian, aka Black Dwarf. I don't know. I I get it. He needs a crew. He can't come by himself. Why? Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, but he doesn't have all the stones yet. He's going to show up with none of the stones. I think they just made these guys. They're going to be like Thanos' jobbers. Exactly. Somebody's, Probably. Yeah. Somebody's got to get They're, beaten on, and it's not going to be Thanos. So these yeah. guys are cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah no, I understand. He, he needs the four, his four horsemen because, I mean, there's no way that Thanos could handle the Vision and Hawkeye and... and Ant-Man by himself. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> uh, I don't disagree with your logic, Derek, but you have to think in terms of a movie. Like, it's going to no, be... I know. 
there's going to be so many characters fighting in this. They can't all be fighting Thanos at once. They they're going well, to that I, that I get, yeah. You know, they're going to be fighting the four horsemen as you put it. And then the main battle will be with Thanos after some of the horsemen I imagine dispatch some of the heroes. I can't imagine everybody's mm. going to be left standing to go toe to toe with Thanos. Well, see, that's stupid too. Like I I want Thanos to kill some of the heroes, not these fucking jobbers. Well, he probably will. He's probably going to kill all of them, Derek. I think that's how Infinity War is going to end. They're all going to die. I hope so. That's pretty much how the story is in the comics. Mm-hmm. So. Well, not all of them. Well, Captain America. But, you know. Yeah. Speaking of Captain America, what did you think of the rumor that he's Nomad in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Like, Well, it would make sense because he's kind of on the run, isn't he? He went against the Sokovia Accords, and right. I mean, so, it's yeah, pretty but, clear. But he's so, not... so is so is Bucky. So right. are they gonna have someone else be Captain America? No, but Steve Rogers can't be Captain America because he gave he gave the shield back to Tony. He didn't take the shield. No, I know, but it would have been cool if they made Bucky Captain America, like in the comics, and then they made uh, Captain America the Captain. In his black outfit, that would be cool. I would actually, instead of Nomad, if he comes back calling himself the captain, I'm going to fucking jizz in my pants. That'll never happen, but that would be the coolest thing in motion picture history. It would be amazing. Or even if he referred to himself as U.S. agent, I would fucking die. <laughs> I would yeah. just probably have a heart attack and die in my seat. Of oh, what if they did that? What if they made fucking Johnny Walker be oh. the Captain America? They introduce him. That oh, would be cool. Oh, my fucking God. I'll, I, I don't know. I'll, go lick, <laughs> I'll run up and lick the screen. I don't know what I'll do. Yep. <laughs> my head will explode I, I'm calling you out on that one licking the screen Tom I'm, look, I'm writing it down right now I'll do it I will I said it I'll I'm do ra- it I'm uh, writing it down I'll put it in my wallet my nerd I'll, brain I'll, I'll go with you I'll, I'll lick the other part of the screen my fragile nerd brain would just implode if that happened mm-hmm. I'm know. setting the, uh, the alarm on my phone right now I mean you could mark that as like the nine millionth thing I would ever expect to see on the big screen if that actually occurred. I would never Put expect it. them to do that. That would be so amazing. I'm putting it in my calendar right now, May fourth, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> Tom is going to lick the screen if US agent shows up. Oh god, this is gonna be so awesome. Now you got me excited, Derek. <laughs> right? I should be fucking helping this movie. Fuck. They said in the trailer he has a beard. That's yep. fine. Oh, no, that's awesome. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his, been, his Dollar been, Shave Club shipment didn't come in yet? Well, no, he's been on the run, I would imagine. He's kind of a wanted man at this point, so he's not taking care of himself like he should. He's probably got a beer gut by this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's still going to the gym with D-Rock. <laughs> he's, he's still running laps with Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> on the left. He's chasing Ant-Man. <laughs> Is the Silver Surfer going to be in this movie? Uh, no, because Fox, needs to be. unfortunately, Fox owns the rights to Silver Surfer. Uh, There's a lot they're not going to be able to do, Derek. That's the point. I know. It's I know. not going to be a direct adaptation of Infinity Gauntlet. and I'm sorry. I want to see fucking Quasar. You're not, I want to see Silver Surfer. You're not even going to see Na- Adam Warlock. Namor the Submariner. You're not even going to see Adam Warlock in this. Well, you should be in there. He's Is he still going, going to be in the cocoon? Yeah, he's not going to show up till Guardians 3. Uh, so you're not going to have him. He's not a player in this. And then you're also... I want to see, see Pip the Troll smoking not, a big fat fucking blunt in the movie, you too. Got, you know what? You got Rocket Raccoon. He'll be smoking a big blunt. 
It's not the same. Yeah, but he is the Pip. The, he's basically the Pip the Troll character at this point. Peter, Peter Dinklage should be Pip the Troll. Oh my God! Boom! There you go. Amazing. Casting of the year, right there. Jesus Christ! You should direct a movie. <laughs> I told you. You totally should. <laughs> You'd give me U.S. Agent and Peter Dinklage as Pip the Troll. <laughs> Sign me up. Where Where do I take all my money now? I'll fund this. How does this happen? <laughs> Awesome. Are you gonna lick Derek, then lick the screen? No, let's not get crazy now. <laughs> He'll lick the other other end of the cigar that Pip the Troll will be smoking. That's right. The the hot end, the lit end. <laughs> Shit. That's fucking that's some spot on casting right there. Right? I mean what else is that midget doing? <laughs> He's a dwarf. Stop it. <laughs> You're being a little person. Politically incorrect right now. That's my middle name of this show. Yeah, but some of the snowflakes that listen to this podcast are going to get upset. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll be laughing too I hard. know you're joking, but you got to chill out with that. Oh, God. All right, so that's awesome. I, well, yeah, they have a lot of loose ends to tie up before Infinity War. Like, Winter Soldier is still, like, in cryostasis down in Wakanda. So is he going to be in the Black Panther movie at some point, showing up, and are they going to thaw his ass out? And, like, what? what? That's got to oh, sure they will. We have Thor and Black Panther. We have two more movies till we get there. Well, yeah, but they kind of indicate from the footage they showed at D23 that the end of Thor Ragnarok is going to be Thor getting tossed out into space because there's going to be a scene where Thor hits the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. Like he runs into the Milano. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that's the they describe the footage. He he smacks into the Milano and they take him on board. That's right. I and then he's that, like, yeah. "Who the hell are you guys?" And that's how the Guardians meet the Avengers for the first time through Thor. Is that going to be in Infinity War though, or is that going to be at the end of Thor? Oh, I don't know. Well, they showed it's the... probably going to be at the end of Thor, but I don't think they said that yet. Well, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Either way, I I can't wait till next year. What is it? May fourth, two thousand eighteen. May, yep, May 4th, 2018. Can't come fast enough. We got less than a year to go. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, make sure you pick up milk before then. What? Make sure you pick up the milk before that night. What are you talking about? So you're not late to the movie. Oh, shut up. Derek's referring to the fact that I was 20 minutes late recording tonight because I had to go get milk from my wife. But you always have to pick up milk. It's not just tonight. I'm the milkman. What can I tell you? Yeah, we bet you are. <laughs> I uh, just picture after Infinity War, you have like, what, three weeks and it's the Han Solo movie? No, uh, it's going to be a crazy month. The, the Jim Carrey Han Solo movie? <laughs> All righty then. Did you hear the uh, or see the picture that Ron Howard tweeted out? Yeah, this week Lando. About that? Yeah. No? Oh. One with Chewbacca and another Wookiee? No, I did not. No. You didn't see this? I did not. It's Chewbacca and another Wookiee, and they're both face-to-face, like, with their foreheads touching each other. Really? And it's, like, an exact shot of from Empire when Han was getting frozen and Leia put her head on him. Oh, yeah. They actually, there's actually a stormtrooper in the background, like, the exact same scene as in Empire. Huh. So it's, like, a so, chewing a female Wookiee, I assume? That's what most people are guessing, yep. Interesting. Well, it's probably Stank's mom. Right, that's what most people are saying. Right? Isn't that the name of his kid, Stank or Stinky? What was the name of his kid in the Star Wars Holiday Special? I haven't seen that since I was little. So. I think it's Stank. <laughs> Put some Stank on it. Anyway. I don't think it's that. No. Well, that's not canon anyway, I don't think. I don't, I don't think they treat the Holiday Special as canon. 
Lumpy. Lumpy. There you go. Where'd I get st- stank from? Jesus. <laughs> no clue. Christ. Probably thinking of your underwear. My mind is in the gutter as always. Uh, Sorry about that, Chewbacca. I didn't mean to insult your imaginary kid. That's not canon, anyways. That's not canon, right? Well, B. Arthur is in the holiday special. She That's was. Not canon, is it? And Art Carney, too. Yeah, it's the Star Wars Golden Girls Cinematic Universe. It's all connected. It is. All right, so moving on. What else? Anything else worth reporting? From D23? Yes, sir. Uh, no, just a bunch of crap. Some Mary Poppins movie. Yeah, oh. yeah, they're doing a sequel with Emily Blunt. Yep, Emily Blunt. And then uh, Toy Story 4 in 2019. I don't know how I feel about that. They, I'm a fan of Toy Story, and I think they ended it beautifully with Toy Story 3. I don't think they need to continue that. Yeah, this feels like that. a total uh, cash grab Oh, to it's me. a total fucking cash grab. Like It ended beautifully with Andy giving up his toys and passing the torch over to the little girl, giving them to the girl, and then just leave it at that. Why you got to do another story? Like, do you want to do a spinoff, maybe about you know one of the toys by itself? Okay, but why do you got to do? Why do you got to bring all that back up? I was fine with the way Toy Story three ended. I thought it was bittersweet and beautifully done. What about you, D Rock? You agree? I agree. Yeah. What are they going to announce a Toy Story five next? I mean, just fucking. You got to stop sometime, guys. Come I mean, with... originally, weren't they not going to make sequels to any of those movies? No, they were originally going to be all standalone. But, I, hey, if, this... you ha- if you have another story to tell and it's good, then fine. So if Toy Story 4 is amazing, then make it. But if it's just an excuse to make another few hundred million dollars, fuck you, well, come up with a different be, story. Let's be face it, it's an excuse to make a, a few more billion dollars. Well, either way, come up with something fresh and new. Don't keep... I'd rather uh, uh, Monsters, Inc. 3. Yeah, I did enjoy the... Actually, I liked the prequel to Monsters, Inc., Monsters University. I thought that was good. Yeah, I loved that. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was well done. And I loved the first one. Mm-hmm. First one's classic. Great concept. All right, kids. What else? Anything else? Not from D23, but uh, me and D-Rock both went to see War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Why don't you give us a quick and dirty review of that? Sure. I'll go uh, four stars. It was awesome. They added... a. Uh, a little bit of a comedy relief, which I think these movies seriously needed because they're so dark and yeah. dreary. Well, didn't the original have a comedy relief? Wasn't the character, fuck, Rowdy, Roddy McDowell's character was kind of like that? No. No? Oh, the original Yeah, one? the original original. Oh, I thought you were talking about the first of the remakes. No, no, no. No. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought you were talking about, too. Yeah. No, no. I, I don't know. I barely ever saw any of those. All right, well, yeah. so tell me about this one real quick. Well, what they did was uh, when they were out on their adventure, uh, all the apes, they basically ran into a character, like an older ape. And what he reminded me of is in when Luke first met Yoda and you didn't know he was Yoda yet. You know, he was goofy, always playing with everything, picking through the food and stuff like that. Mine, mine, mine. Or right, I will help right. you not. Is that what he reminded you of, D-Rex? Yeah, exactly. So he was kind of like that. He could speak also because, you know, only Caesar can really speak. So this uh, this ape could, could kind of speak. But he kind of spoke like Yoda, too, like backwards. Mm-hmm. So they used him for, like, a lot of comedy relief. And I, I thought he was really cool. What yeah, is, it was awesome. Uh, what did you give it for stars, D-Rock? I'd say a five. Really? You liked it that much? Oh, yeah. I saw it twice. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it at the beginning of the movie, the first scene when they gave a quick synopsis of the previous movies and 
each little paragraph on the screen and it and it showed rise in the paragraph and then all the other words disappeared except for rise because that's the you know name of the first movie and then they went to the next paragraph and it said don and then it went to the next one for war for the new movie and then all the military guys were going up on the sneaking up on the on the ape camp yeah that was the op- opening scene yeah, that was really good and on the back of the all their helmets tom of the military guys they had all like anti-ape stuff on their helmets like you know ape killer and uh you know all this shit like no good ape except a dead ape all that crap it was Jesus. really cool woody harrelson was in it right yep yeah he actually that was my only negative thing about it is he wasn't as menacing and I, as i thought he was going to be he played a really good lead bad guy but i thought he just would have been a little bit more gruesome almost i thought he was cool what did uh what did carly think she liked it. I I had to have her look away in some of the parts when like apes got killed or like really bad or whatever. But she she liked it. Wait, she, who, she was who she liked, was crying. Who liked it? Carly. Oh, because originally she wasn't gonna go see it, right? Yeah, and then I, I I saw it first and I told her it wasn't as bad and I I just closed her eyes for some of the scenes. She right? does she realize that and, they're not yeah. real apes, right? She loves all animals. Of course, she's gonna be. All sad about it, but she she's crying at the end of the movie when spoiler alert, Caesar dies and all this stuff. So it was oh sad. shit, Caesar dies. Yeah, dude. So I guess this is the last one, huh? Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, it, it, it was really cool because he they made it out of the the military camp, prison camp, and they all ventured over to this you know abandoned desert area wherever that was, and all the family and the kids were there, and they're all you know having fun playing with each other, and that was like the last shot of him and Maurice watching uh, all the apes, you know, finally made a, you know, to a new home. And then he, he's like, you know, you know, we're here, we're, we're safe, we're home now. And then he just kind of like closed his eyes and like fell over. And it was cool. Cause they made Maurice talk for the first time in any of those movies. And he was like, you know, your son will know what you did and who you were and all this. And Car- Carly was like crying for like the last 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, earlier in the movie, uh, Woody Harrelson's character killed Caesar's wife and his older son. Oh, fuck. oh yeah. Jesus. It was brutal, dude. I didn't yeah. think Carly would like it. I mean, they kicked the sh- I mean, he they kicked the shit out of Caesar, man, between whipping him and throwing water in his face. Hanging him on crosses. Yeah, hanging him, like crucifying him. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, only his, you remember he had the younger son? Only yeah, the, Cor- Cornelius. Only the- yeah, Cornelius. Oh, that's he, it. Uh, Thank you, Cornelius. That was Roddy McDowell's character. Cornelius oh, okay. was the name of his character in the original Planet of the Apes. Thank you. So he's his younger son in this one. So he he survives. Interesting. And they uh, actually def- definitely worth a, a watch time. You, you gotta see this one. It's really good. Well, I don't think I'll go to the theater for it, but I'll catch it on Redbox. You gotta yeah, watch yeah, it in the movies. They, uh, they take in a human girl too. Really? Like a like an eight year old girl. Huh. Well, what happens is, was it Caesar that killed his her father? Yeah. Yeah, see, they came upon, like, an abandoned house, and you saw the guy, like, chopping wood. As soon as he saw Caesar, he had a gun, like, underneath his jacket. He went to shoot him, and, you know, Caesar jumped on him, killed him. And then this little girl walks out of the house, and, you know, she sees her father dead, and she sees the apes, and she doesn't know what's going on. And she's a mute, too. What happened is there was a vi- the virus started turning humans stupid oh boy yeah it was the opposite of how the apes got smart yeah. the humans higher brain function Reverted. shut down yeah. and they couldn't yeah. talk and all that 
And she so was, Woody, Woody Harrelson, you know, knew that it was a virus, so his army was killing, you know, military personnel and their families and all that. I mean, they didn't show that, but they, that's what he said he did. He killed his own son. Wow. It's yeah. like 10-year-old son. They Jesus. didn't show that, but he, he said that when he was yeah. talking to Caesar. Fuck. Yeah, yeah and, then, and, like, and then the girl had a little doll with her at all times, and she, like, had dropped it at one point, and Woody Harrelson picked up the doll, and then he got the virus from the doll. Oh, no. Nice. Because it had, like, blood stains on it from yeah. her. Oh, good. her nose was dripping. Oh, so she was immune to the virus? No. Oh. No, she, she had, had it. She had the virus. Yeah, she couldn't talk. So towards the end of the movie, after hanging out with the apes for the whole movie, she was able to communicate with them by using sign language like they do, uh, uh, you know, certain certain words. Right. Yeah, she started hanging out with Cornelius at the end. Mm-hmm. What I was hoping they would do, would there be an after credit scene like 15 years later and the girl was like the ruler of the apes or something? Oh, yeah. I thought that would have been neat. Yeah, and I liked how uh, Woody Harrelson's military team, Tom, had anti-ape personnel that were, you know, gorillas or apes, and they were called donkeys, and they were the ex-followers of Koba, you know, oh, the, the, uh, yeah, the crazy ape, ape who killed, yeah, but they, they didn't like Caesar, so Woody Harrelson's told them that you, you'll live if you, you know, work for us, basically, so they had, like, donkey, like, you know, spray paint on the back of their helmets and their backs, so, you know, who's who, and they'd be, like, lugging around military equipment for the army guys. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, and what they were doing was Woody Harrelson had all these tribe of apes captured, and he was forcing them to build a wall around his fortress. So it, it was really cool. I think you'll like it, Tom, when it hits Redbox. Yeah, it does sound cool. I will check that out, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you for that review, boys. All right, well, why don't we wrap things up? Anybody have... Oh, shit, I almost forgot. This is bad news. I'm sorry to end on a downer, boys, but I got to acknowledge this. Uh, this past week, we lost one of the greats, a legend in horror, uh, Mr. George Romero, passed away. Of course, he is famous for... Well, he's basically the father of modern zombies, isn't he? I mean, he defined the zombie genre. You know, long before Walking Dead. Like, Walking Dead wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for these kind of movies, you know. I know Walking Dead was originally based on Night of the Living Dead, and uh, it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for George Romero, so. And it sucks. He was a pioneer ahead of his time and made some of the creepiest, scariest movies I've ever seen. I don't know about you two. I know, Money, you're a big horror fan. What did did George Romero mean to you? Oh, I loved all uh, all the zombie movies. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. I love the Night of the Living Dead remake from like 1990. I love Creepshow. I love Creepshow 2. Some of my favorite movies. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> it's my favorite skit in Creepshow, the fucking hitchhiker that she runs The hitchhiker? Over. That was the second one, right? Uh, that was awesome. I, yeah, I like the one that was on the lake. Yeah, that one was good too. That one was wicked cool. <laughs> that fucking creepy glob. It was like the venom symbiote is eating yeah, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wicked cool. Yeah, on the raft. Was it called The Raft? The the skit? Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, because they were all, that was the whole gimmick. They were swimming out to that raft, and then shit happened when they got out there. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, yeah you're right, Tom. It was called The Raft. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Classic. That one was really cool. And I liked how they did the whole comic book type thing with the kid. Oh, yeah. That was wicked cool. And then he was older in the second one. Yeah, it was awesome. What do you mean to you, D-Rock? Uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead's one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely Night of the Living Dead was classic. I, hell, I even liked uh, Land of the Dead from like 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, I like that theater. one too. Yeah. I saw yeah. it in the theater. I probably saw it with you. 
the remake of uh, Night of Living Dead. I, I like that too. Land of the Dead was when they started getting smart, right? Yeah, that was with yeah. uh, um, John Leguizamo was in it. Yes, Dennis Ho- Dennis Hopper yeah. was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they had planted those seeds with Day of the Dead and Bub. Obviously, that the uh, the yeah. most yeah. famous zombie of all, Bub. And, oh, I love Bub. Yeah, and then. In Land of the Dead, the zombies actually like started to think for themselves, which was crazy. They started orchestrating and, and teaming up and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but George Romero, man, you are going to be missed. And you made some classic, classic, iconic movies. And anyone who is a fan of the zombie genre owes it all to you. This Walking Dead show wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for George Romero. I really like the uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake too. Yeah, it was okay. I, mean, I know he didn't direct that, but right. he had, I'm sure he had like producer credit. Yeah. Even though it had fast zombies, it was still cool. Yeah, but it, the original is still the best, and the fucking mall is the best. Oh, the mall. Amazing. The mm-hmm. best. Amazing. The guy Amazing. getting ripped apart on the ATM machine. Unbelievable. Awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. Day of the Dead when the zombies finally get into the uh, <laughs> to the fortress. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that was so awesome. And that asshole kills the doctor, and then Bub comes after him. Yeah, <laughs> Bub. Like a best. Picks up the gun, and he's shooting. Classic, classic. Oh, yeah. Well, rest in peace, Mr. Romero, and thank you. Derek, what do you recommend to Not Nation this week? I'll recommend two things. First one I'll recommend is a movie that George Romero directed called Bruiser, which came out like 15 years ago, and it's like a horror thriller slasher movie. Definitely worth checking out. It's not zombie-related, but it's really good. Very low-budget. Their ratings aren't very good on Rotten Tomato, but neither are they good for Army of Darkness, which is one of the best movies ever. True. So, uh, yeah, check it out. And also on Netflix, you should check out, if you like Game of Thrones and are in your Game of Thrones mood of the year, go uh, with uh, The Last Kingdom. It's on season two. I just finished watching. It's fucking awesome. It's very, very similar to to Game of Thrones. Same same vibe. It's kind of like Game of Thrones meets Vikings. All right, cool. How about you, Jay Money Money? Uh, I will recommend the George Romero film Monkey Shines. Oh, my God. I forgot he did Monkey Shines. Yep, from that 1988. Fucking classic. I love it. I don't it. think I ever saw that. Oh, D-Rock, you got to take this recommendation then and watch Monkey Shines. Where would he get it, though? Okay. You know what? I'll take a look, and then I'll post it on the Facebook page. Okay? Where the hell would you find that movie? That is great. That's a great Yeah, movie. it's it's hard to explain the uh, the concept. It was like a paraplegic, and he got a monkey to help him out, and then eventually the monkey starts telepathically communicating with him, and then like he gets mad, wants to kill someone, so then the monkey goes out and kills those people. That's a pretty good name. Note. Caesar? No, Ella. I actually remember the the monkey's name. Yeah, I recommend that. I'll check out where you can get it. That'd be awesome. Then my. Uh, my second recommendation, Tom, is also a recommendation and a announcement. Oh. We procured our first convention press passes earlier this week. Did we? Yeah, for a little con called Pop Cult Anime Con. It is going to be at the Sheraton Hotel in Framingham, Massachusetts, USA Earth Milky Way on August 19th and 20th, 2017. That's awesome. Yeah, you can check them out at popcultanimecon.com, also on facebook.com backslash popcultanimecon, and at Twitter at popcultanimecon. 
we will be there in August with our press passes, and I'm really excited about it. It looks like it's going to be a fun con. It's only in its third year, but it's growing every year. So big shout-out to them. All right, awesome. Well, that's going to do it, I think, for this episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. On behalf of my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Get your hands off me, you damn dirty apes. And I'm happy that he didn't quit. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Monkey Shines, the full movie is on YouTube. There you go, it's like a VHS rip. It's right there for you. Free and easy. My name is Tom Van Zant. This has been Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.